Latino and black. And I think we just so a part of each other's cultural significance, not only as tropical people, but even here in the United States, we're the multi-culture because the U.S. ain't got no culture. They shit is all our shit. A bunch of our shit is what makes the U.S. whatever you want to call it. We still don't know what that culture is for the U.S., but it's a mix-up of all of our cultures in, in the urban community. You know, the Latino and the West Indian has the greatest influence, and we've always had, and we'll always will, and it's just been that way. So I've actually been influenced by the Latino community, which allows me to feel that much more comfortable putting my West Indian influence in my music because they made me feel that much more proud to be like, yeah, my knees are Jamaican and I say it. But I'm just saying, a lot of the times, it ain't until you're made to feel comfortable giving it to the people who are what you really are, what your influences are, who you're bringing in the house that you do it. So, you know, being that I've been made to feel comfortable doing it, I think I also got to acknowledge and credit the Latinos for their influence on me. Peace, love, and reparations. Welcome to Black Star TV 2.0. It's your boy, Black Star. Hey, yo, family, I wanted to play that first clip of Busta Rhymes for a purpose. I know it's a little bit old, but I wanted to play it for a purpose because today I want to talk about um, hip-hop culture and how foundation, uh, non-foundational Black Americans, um, you know, they like to, as you can see with Busta Rhymes, they like to implement themselves in the culture and make it seem as though they cre helped create it or created the culture all in itself. But then we'll turn around and all the negative stuff you'll try to blame on us. So I want to play this next video real quick before I dig into this whole thing. And this is a little bit of an old video, too. But I want to put the two back to back so you get what's going on and why I'm going to say what I'm saying. Uh, black culture promotes a generosity. That's something that everybody knows. Now, you listen to any rap music like Dirk. I listen to Lil Dirk all the time. He's rapping about murder all the time. Like literally all the time. And he's Muslim. And I hope, alhamdulillah, because he becomes a better Muslim. But he's rapping about murder constantly that he knows that that will sell more music he knows that rap beef and like i'm gonna kill you you're gonna kill me but you're 29 with kids still talking about like killing other people and you're gonna risk your life over over music mm -hmm. like everything that hip-hop promotes besides yay and besides a few like you know christian rap or stuff like that it's all just drugs murder bitches and we all know that when you when they talk about we need to protect black culture th this is the number one this is how you prove that black um Black culture in America promotes degeneracy because when a black person becomes more affluent, when they put on a suit, when they get a good job, when they speak correctly, you're speaking white. Yo, why are you talking like a white boy? I'm just speaking English properly. When they talk about keeping black culture black in those affluent areas, like as a lawyer, as a doctor, they mean they want a doctor who's also sagging. They want a, a doctor who's still banging and throwing up signs. I mean, I agree that there's a lot of stuff within hip hop culture that is kind of negative. For sure. All of it. <laughs> All, of, <laughs> All of it. Now, now, you see what I'm saying? You see how they try to switch and flip-flop. Now, the negative stuff is all us, but the creation of it was all of y'all. You feel what I'm saying? Y'all had the 50-50, or you either just did it all on yourself. And you try to X us out, and you make us seem as though we are the... Um, you know, the degenerate part of hip-hop, and we're the reason. You get what I'm saying? But now watch this. He talked about the promote, uh, like it promotes degeneracy, but that's why I put those pictures there because the people who actually 
um, the promoter, the, the promoters and the companies that have the promotion company, the marketing companies are all white. And then watch this family. Hold on, because they actually wrote a book on this, which is actually called uh, Understanding the White Mainstream Appeal of Hip Hop Music. Is it a fad or is it a real thing? But as hold on, I'm going to show you all something. Seventy percent, 70 percent of um, hip hop music is being consumed. So being as though 70% of the music y'all are engaging and indulging in the degeneracy that's being promoted by no other non-black people, right? Y'all are consuming the degeneracy that's being promoted and marketed by non-black people. Right. And we have people like Meek Mills who already said that, you know, if I don't rap like this, they're not going to push my album out. So we already know y'all. This is what they want. They want the degeneracy. Right. But again, as I said before, when we talk about when, when it comes to their culture, because right, you'll push our drug dealers and our and our killers and you'll give them billions of dollars in marketing budgets, right? But then you won't go to the other non-Black people's cultures and promote the sex traffickers, right? You won't give the sex traffickers, the child sex traffickers, um, a billion-dollar budget, you feel me? And push them out in the forefront. Or the people in the Asian mafia, you don't push them out in the forefront to rap. You feel what I'm saying? And you notice how we got the sexy reds and all of this. You don't do that to anybody else's culture, the Cardi B's and all of this, for the most part, and they're not putting putting it on a massive scale. Think about all the black rappers that you have out here that they just pushing, that's just straight up pushing degeneracy. And again, they try to put black culture strictly to hip hop. Like that's all we have. And that's absolutely not true. We actually probably have the most enriched culture in the world. Foundational Black American Freedmen. That's that's absolute facts. You feel me? And if we don't have the most, we like definitely the closest to the most. You know what I mean? We in the top three, definitely. So we not. And it's funny because that's why I say all other non foundational Black American people, they always push us to hip-hop culture they push us to the degenerate part of our culture and they never engage in the positive cultures that we have right think about it those 70 percent of those people who are engaging in buying little dirk's music uncle murder's music and everybody else music that's that's talking about killing and you know doing drugs and all of that or selling drugs they're not buying dr claw anderson's dvds you're not doc, you're not buying uh, um Dr. Uh Francis Crest Wilson's books and DVDs. You see what I'm saying? You only engage in the negative culture. You only engage in and in, in want to put your dollars behind that. You don't you don't 70% of y'all not putting your dollars in black businesses. You see what I'm saying? You're not consuming any other part of our culture. 
but the negative. And that's what y'all put y'all money behind. See, because when we have when we have people who are, um, you know, outside of Dr. Umar, when you have people who have schools and, you know, um, 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 all type of stuff, y'all not donating to that the same way you donate to Black Lives Matter, who got, you know, who was ran by um, white liberals. You see what I'm saying? The moment it's um, it, it it's real black culture or something to deal with real, you know, grassroots stuff that other non-black people don't want to be involved in. Even Spanish people, we have to go there and take it there. How many of them really rock with, you know, our grassroots people, any of them? They don't. All they're going to know is our sports and our entertainers. But again, that's all being pushed by white execs and white companies. They put billions of dollars behind the most degenerate stuff in our culture. And you you elevate that while you put our scholars and our real um, 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 even the kids that are, uh, you know, geniuses and things like that, our kids that are coding and, you know, uh, doing engineer stuff. At a young age, you're pushing all them at the bottom, and then you're you're uplifting every single person that you can find that's uh in in um at the bottom of our society. And again, I think Crip Mac is funny, but yo, like pushed up in the algorithm, but you know, someone who you know who's not pushing who's pushing something positive. Um, for the black community, you know, they're 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 not going to get as many views as him. So we have to understand that, you know, right now it's it's definitely a war on our. We did anything we, we you know, we've created things solely by ourselves. They try to steal everything. So we got to understand that. Right. And you got to watch out for that because that's why I say people are like, oh, I mess with y'all black people. I mess with y'all black people. But what do you mess with for real? Like, what do you mess with? Y'all only follow our bootlicks. You only listen to the most rap. And that's how you try to define us. Think about that. That's how you try to define us. But I'm gonna let y'all go, family. I just wanted to, uh, you know, to break that down because you know, um, shout out to Tariq. He's actually doing a um, a uh, uh, documentary on the the uh, foundation of hip hop. So definitely check that out and look out for that. But I noticed. Even I was watching Doggy Diamond the other day, and this ain't no like you know no no shots or whatever. But he was talking about um, foundational Black Americans in the beef between us and you know immigrants, and I'm like, yo, you ain't really putting it in context because he was talking about the rap stuff, and then he was just like, yo, out of nowhere, you know, it just became this whole you know um, y'all y'all them and we we us, and I'm like, nah. You ain't really breaking that down right. Like when it comes to that, them again, you have this stuff. Like where Buster Rhymes is like doing this, and like all of a sudden you're like, 
all into this Jamaican shit. When you was first in hip hop, you wasn't talking any of that. Yo, to the point, I'm gonna be honest. I knew he had a little bit of an accent, but I never knew he was Jamaican. I'm gonna just keep it a buck. You feel me? I just did. I didn't know. I'm just like, okay, maybe he's. I mean, I didn't. I kind of knew he wasn't like foundational black American, but you know, no, I didn't. I wasn't even thinking on that level. You feel me? And he definitely wasn't coming off that type of time. But now all of a sudden, you're you're off that, and you're just like, and you're talking about the culture, culture, culture. Everything is culture with you, and you're trying to take West Indies, um, um, Puerto Rican, and like, yo, you're you're bringing all that Spanish, Hispanic. You're you're bringing all that, and you're not saying anything about foundational Black Americans. In the moment you do bring it up, you're like, America ain't got no culture. America ain't got no culture. See what I'm saying? And then, that's why I say the only part of American culture, of black American culture that they want to link us to is hip hop. My mom's not part of hip hop, but, you, but you're going to act like all of us is just into hip hop, into rap, into, you know, into the drill music. All of us not even into sports. You get what I'm saying? So, again, we have to understand that this is being pushed by white people or non-black people because there is some uh, other other um, races that own these, like, and the guy who owns Empire is not white, right? But he's not foundational black American either. You feel what I'm saying? But, again, a lot of people on his, his label was dying. You feel what I'm saying? But, again... The, we have the the, the non-foundational Black American uh, labels and marketing and promoters who are pushing this, and then you have 70% of the consumers are non-foundational Black Americans. So y'all are eating this up. We Y'all are forcing us, because uh, again, you have to remember, a lot of the people that they get in, in our, as the degenerate rappers, you're getting them from the hood, so they broke. So you putting them in a position, stringing that money like a like a fishing uh fishing rod with the um with the carrot on it, and you stringing the money on the kids and telling them they they have to rap a certain way and and about a certain subject, or you not gonna push their shit so they can get their bread. You see what I'm saying? And it's easy. A lot of people say, oh, well, go to independent, go independent. But yeah, when you controlling the record labels, when you controlling the uh, the um, radio stations and all of that stuff, it's hard. It's hard to get yourself out there. It's hard to get a little buzz. You feel what I'm saying? Especially when then, then you're going to have to deal with the gatekeepers. And say you are super hot. It's certain rappers Ain't going to want to do nothing with you because, again, they align with record labels who are going to be like, nah, you can't fuck with him. Nope, we're not signing off on that or whatever. You get what I mean? So, again, listen, family, this is why we need we do need to own and control a lot of our stuff because, man, listen, this is what happens. When you don't own and control your stuff, this is what happens. People can try to wipe you out. People can easily, you know, um, push the narrative to make us look crazy, right? Because we don't own and control any of it. We don't own the part the publishing, um, the promoting, you know, so at
in Florida and what happened out there. Um, so y'all be easy, family. We up out of here.